Hi, uh, thanks again for joining me for the uh, Interactive Exhibit Design podcast. This is episode four, and I'm here with Dana Johnson. So, yeah, I'm here with Dana. Um, Dana, I mean, we're obviously here to talk about Interactive Exhibit Design, but you know, it's kind of nice to know where all the all of our classmates are coming from. So can you tell me maybe a little bit about your background or, you know, maybe your education up to this point, where you're from? Yeah, for sure. I grew up in Red Deer, Alberta, and I, as soon as I graduated from high school, I went to the U of A, where I did my undergraduate degree. I specialized in British history, um, wrote my undergraduate degree in Northern Irish history, and after my undergrad, I worked for two years full-time and decided that I need to go back to school so I could do something with my life. So I moved out to Ontario, and now I'm at Western. <laughs> and you spent a year away too, right? Like, you went to... Yes, I did. <laughs> I did the third year of my undergrad in Scotland. Okay. And the exchange, it was pretty awesome. It was good, um, not only for my education, to get kind of a different perspective on that, but also just as a great experience and to get to do a lot of traveling. Absolutely. Um, I've always kind of regretted the fact that I didn't get a chance to do, well, I didn't take any chances to do that. I shouldn't say I didn't get a chance, but got a number of profs who probably yell at me for that. Um, how did you end up in public history? I mean, most of us probably in our undergrads never really encountered the term or didn't until say the end or whatever, but. Yeah, I didn't know too much about public history before I found this program and started reading more about it. Um, the thing that I liked most about it was the chance to do projects actually with the community. Mm -hmm. So there was a real practical application. So instead of just writing papers that one person's going to read, like my undergraduate thesis, my mother, father, and my supervisor read it. My, <laughs> and that my was grandma it. read it on top of that. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, which is a bit depressing to put all this work into something mm -hmm. and then you feel like in the end it doesn't really matter. So public history was very attractive for the opportunity to actually do real projects and get some practical experience. Absolutely. Um, any particular reason you ended up at Western or like, <laughs> I guess, is it anything like me where you only applied to Western or? <laughs> um, well, there were, I only found two public history programs in Canada. So it was Western or Carleton. And my boyfriend lived in London for mm -hmm. about six years and he wanted to come back here. And uh, the program here seemed really great. And I was also excited about the digital history yeah. aspect of the program, which uh, the Carlton program didn't have. No, they don't. Well, actually, I had heard that they might be introducing something like it. But, um, but yeah, no, absolutely. That, for me, too. Like, that digital history class tacked on there yeah. was really what got me excited. So Yeah, because it's great to learn those skills because that's what museums right now are looking for, for the ability to be able to do that kind of thing. Because a lot of people who work in museums now don't have too much experience with that. Uh, so it, that's kind technology. of how you ended up in interactive exhibit design? Like, what was the decision process for you? Was it even really something you had to think about? or? Um, I did. I actually wasn't... I was enrolled in digital history first term, because it was mandatory, but I wasn't enrolled in it second term. Um, I was thinking about taking a different course instead. But by the time we got to the end of the digital history, I realized that I was actually... It wasn't as scary <laughs> as I initially thought it was. And it was actually, you know, pretty fun, and I was learning some pretty neat things. And then to find out that this is something that employers are also really interested in, I thought that interactive exhibit design would be a good chance to take some of the knowledge I learned in digital history and use it practically to make some kind of project. Absolutely. Um, that's a great segue. You're, you're leading me to this. Um, 
<laughs> what about your projects? Like, um, I know you've been doing a lot of stuff with wearables. Um, what sort of stuff have you done so far? Yes, I've been working with the LilyPad Arduino, which is like the Arduino microcontrollers that everyone in the class has been using, only it's, um, it's actually washable and it's very small. So you sew it onto a piece of clothing and then you have conductive thread. So essentially, instead of, you know, the wires that you would have in the Arduino, you use the conductive thread to sew on your different components, essentially. Is that easier or harder than working with, like, the little plastic-coated uh, or rubber-coated wires? It's harder. Um, the fabric tends to bunch up a lot, which is a concern. It's kind of difficult. Uh, the conductive thread tends to unravel a lot, so you have to be careful, you know, that the end of your thread isn't coming undone. And it's a lot harder to rip it out and start again. Mm -hmm. Like when you're working with, you know, the breadboard and the Arduino. You and go. Yeah, you can just put the wires in and you remove them. You don't have to worry about it too much. Whereas I'm also a bit nervous about using um, too much of the conductive thread. Like I don't want to waste mm -hmm. the resource, right? Because, you know, someone had to pay for it. So it is a bit nerve-wracking. Because if I put something in, I don't want to have to, you know, rip it out a couple minutes later, but you get over that. You have to experiment and, and play and tinker or else you'll never really get anywhere. So Absolutely. And you've been updating all of your stuff right on your website, right? So Yeah. Yeah, I set up a, a little e-textiles website. And I've got a little bit, um, like, links to tutorials I've looked at for getting started, learning all the basics, and some of my progress. The one thing that I've done that uh, did work is I got, you know, the Hello World equivalent of the lily pad, which was just essentially a, a light connected to it on the top of a shirt. Hey, that's that something. Blinks. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and that's exciting. Um, and recently I got a tricolor light mm -hmm. that blinks different colors, oh. which is fun. <laughs> so That's cool. Um, so, I mean, obviously this is what you're doing now. Um, directions for the future um guessing your boyfriend probably wants to stay in the london area for a while um do you know kind of where you're going or are you kind of like the rest of us and well everybody pretty much other than tim and we don't really know what's coming <laughs> yeah it's hard to know i'm looking forward to doing my internship in the summer which is a great opportunity to get some practical experience um after that the only kind of job I've looked at that I think I might enjoy, so the company here in London called Infotech, okay. and they're looking for research analysts. Oh. So essentially, um, you research about, you know, information and Whatever they need for whatever they're doing, essentially. Yeah. And then I think you uh, compile reports. They said that uh, researchability and good writing are both very important. It's for... the sort of thing that we're all well-trained for. <laughs> yeah, and actually in the job posting, they were like, yeah, we're looking for people with MAs, and they said in, you know, computers or technology, but they also mentioned English and history. Okay, that's cool. And you would, um, pay-wise? <laughs> I mean, it is a, a private company, so, you know, to, to be honest, everybody wants to make a living and preferably yeah. make a better living than you sometimes might make Absolutely. in a museum, so... Well, certainly. I mean, that's definitely one of the things that we've talked about as options for us coming out, right, is working as research analysts for maybe contractors or, in this case, something like Infotech. So. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Every time we have a guest speaker who comes in to talk about contracting, their contracting, contracting. Yeah, but <laughs> when we had like the conservator mm-hmm. who came in, you hear nothing about how much he makes. You know, it doesn't come up. I feel like there's this attitude for museum workers where, you know, they're self-sacrificing and they're doing this wonderful thing for mankind and they don't really <laughs> care how much money they make because they're just great people. <laughs> Which is a lovely sentiment, but... In the end, you need to pay the bills. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Especially, you, you know, those of us who are not yet curators and probably won't be for a while. Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, most of them also tell about the first ten years of bouncing around, so... Yes, and I don't want to have to relocate for the next five years mm. either. Yeah. So that's frustrating. Absolutely. But yeah, even the assistant curator position that's come up at the RCR, at the RCR Museum, yeah. it's 30000 to 35000 a year, yeah. which I made bartending. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, barely, that's, a week. that's more than what I would have made as a visual merchandiser, but as a visual merchandiser, I was barely making more than minimum wage. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I hope that there's... Um, some opportunities, possibly in the private sector, where I can use the skills that I learned here, mm-hmm. but also be comfortable. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Sounds Dana. Sounds bad to say. <laughs> it's, it's honest. You know, there's nothing bad about it. It's honest. You know, we would prefer to be able to live comfortably. Yeah, especially after I've done five years of school. Mm-hmm. I owe enough money that living comfortably is the only way to really do this, because living comfortably would actually be living normally or living under, you know, under kind of the line while paying off loans. So, so yeah, I'm hoping that um, the digital history and the interactive exhibit design will give me a step ahead of a lot of my peers who haven't done that. Absolutely. And hopefully, I think it'll really help me when I'm looking for a job in September. Let's see. I think, I, I think that those of us that are in this class are probably at an advantage, so it's something. Anyway, well, thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you. <laughs>